Welcome to Investors Insights, where today's topic is rising cost. We hope that everyone has enjoyed the Martin Luther King holiday. And even though the market is closed today, we wanted to send you this video to keep you informed. Uh, we also want to thank you for all the client questions last year, uh, and it's been continuing into this year. And I wanted to share a conversation that I had with a client last week uh, where he asked me what one surprise to the market uh, could be that could cause unexpected volatility, uh, in which I explained that a significant tax hike in the middle of a pandemic still raging uh, will be one situation that could cause extra volatility. So I want to show you this chart uh, that shows that the current tax rates are shown in red and the proposed tax hikes in blue that soon to be President Biden uh, has proposed. And so the market is expecting uh, most of these tax hikes to be pushed to 2022. So any tax hike this year could cause volatility. And even though most of the tax increases are expected next year, it's really important to know the market is forward looking. So some of the volatility around tax hikes will likely be pulled forward into this year. So as you can see on the left-hand side of the chart, it's the increase in corporate taxes uh, that can put pressure on stock prices and corporate profits. Uh, then also the proposed tax changes to individuals are also shown uh, with the possibility of higher capital gains and dividend taxes. Uh, and so there have been times throughout history where the market has underperformed in years where capital gain taxes are, have increased. So it's something we're watching carefully uh, but it's likely that there will be continued discussion around the specifics and timing of tax increases. And we'll be following that carefully because we know uh, that throughout history, most, you know, the impact it will have on the market uh, is pretty big. So, but Trey, you brought something up that uh, has been a hot topic lately, and that's online sales growth uh, and its impact on not only transportation, but also on oil. Talk about that. Yeah, so the, the the huge growth of online sales has been really deflationary in that it's it's helped the consumer because it's caused prices to go down. It's, it's a little more efficient to shop online than having to go to a store. And so that's been pushing prices down and that has helped the consumer. However, it, it may we may be hitting a point where it's too much of a good thing. Online sales are continuing to grow at 25 plus percent. And all those online ship, shopping uh, orders have to be shipped some way. And so we're seeing actually the price of trucking start increasing. And the demand for trucking to increase year over year, we're actually above pre-pandemic level in trucking demand and trucking pricing. And what that is turning into is at the pump, we're seeing increased demand for oil. And we may see the first quarter, the first quarter of 2021, that'll be the first quarter where we see higher oil prices year over year for the first time since 2018. So that's been a huge tailwind of the consumer where oil prices have been dropping and that has helped, that has helped in deflationary. And then we had a good, a good boost to the consumer where online shopping was more was more cost effective. These two things may be, may be conflicting and we may start see, seeing prices go up early in 2021 because the, the increased demand for trucking, the increased cost of trucking and the increased demand for oil as we see prices rise and that may start to hit the consumer. So something that's it, it, too much of a good thing at this point that we're watching closely. Yeah, Trey, and, and that's why we named this uh, the topic of the flow of rising costs. We're looking at the potential of higher oil prices this year, uh, higher interest rate, possibility of higher interest rates, uh, they're potentially uh, higher taxes. So something we're analyzing carefully. And Adam, uh, give us an update on technicals and also kind of the trends we're seeing in the subsectors. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, Bobby. And like you and Trey said, you know, you're covering fundamentals. We also look at technicals, and that's when we come down to the S&P 500 index that we usually follow. Of course, last week we talked about 11 sectors making up the S&P 500. Within those 11 sectors, it's important to note that there are subsectors in which we refer to as industries. So when we track these industries and track the trends inside of these industries, this gives us a better indication of 
pinning down a certain resistance or support level. I think that's important to keep in mind along with the fundamentals that we use both these analysis. One example of a subsector is biotech um, with the vaccines coming out. So I just wanted to give a little bit more context to what we're actually looking at when we develop these trends in the subsectors. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Like we said earlier, it's something we're watching carefully. Lots to analyze here uh, with the change the administration coming up in the next two weeks. Thank you for watching. Please continue to share this with others. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.